Welcome back to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I am your host, Sonia Alejandra Saunders, and I am super excited for today's conversation because this is something that I think I have been working on, but also something that comes up a lot with the women I talk to inside the Mujeron Movement community. Uh, we are going to be talking about how setting boundaries can really help protect your purpose. And we're going to be giving you some key takeaways that you can start implementing in your life to start setting those boundaries so that you can live a purposeful life. With us is life coach and speaker, Karina F. Daves, who is going to be really helping us understanding how boundaries really relate to our purpose and why we should be really implementing this in 2023, especially. I feel like this is something that we've been talking about this year. We're really going all in on ourselves, on our goals, and this is really... Thanks for being here today. I'm so Thanks, excited Sonia. conversation. Yes, me too. This is going to be a good one. So I want to first start with a little bit more about you and the work that you do. Can you please tell us? Yeah. Hola, hermanas. My name is Karina F. Daves. I am a life coach and the podcast host of One Day at a Time. And I love helping women get their lives back from being lost in the pool of their responsibilities and relationships. And that's what I love to do. <laughs> I love that. I think that our work aligns a lot with, you know, just helping women step into their purpose, step into who they are meant to be in this world. And I think that whether we believe it or not, boundaries have a lot to do with really making those big visions that we have come to life. Yes. So what has been something that really inspired you to help women with setting boundaries? You know, it's so interesting because my background is in social work. My master's is in social work. And while I have letters behind my last name and I read a lot and I have I do a lot of research, I really do coach from a place of real life experience. And I know that that's what sets me apart from most coaches, uh, being able to coach from those experiences and those opportunities for exposure of those relationships. And so for me... I didn't have a lot of boundaries. I had a lot of relationships that were based on superficial values and that were a little bit, you know, I call them immature, but they aligned with who I was at the time when I was 18, 19, or my early 20s going to college when many relationships were built on things like gossip or going out or not really like fundamental things that would allow a human to grow. And so as I grew and realized that there were certain relationships that could and couldn't grow with me, um, you know, I started setting uh, the tone and really sharing with people that this was the direction that I wanted to move in. And some friends respected it and stayed along for the ride. And some friends, you know, went the other way. And I realized that, Along the way, I wasn't doing a good job of teaching people how to treat me and how to respect me. And I always thought that boundaries were aggressive and something that didn't have room in a relationship for. Yeah, I 
feel like one of the biggest things that comes up for me when I think about boundaries is even thinking about the way we grew up, right? And how if you were to say, set a boundary or say something that you didn't want to be a part of this, even something as simple as like the gossiping, right? That comes yeah. And if you say like, hey, I just don't want to talk about it or I don't want to be a part of this, like, que simple. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. 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 Um, okay. Te crees mucho. Now you don't want to. So I feel like boundaries is, is definitely one of the hardest things for me. And I want to say the biggest thing was saying no. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had to say yes. Yeah. It's so true. And you know, what's interesting is that when you transition to a point in your life where you're no longer doing the things that you were doing before, the people around you will be very quick to point that out. There's going to be a population of people that will look at that and be like, well, you used to gossip. Like, why don't you gossip anymore? Like, you're too good for us. And then there's going to be a population of people who will be like, be curious instead of offended and be like, well, why? Then you share your why and they're like, wow, well, I don't get it, but I respect it or I get it and maybe I'll try it, you know, and there's three different options at that point. But I do want to share what I believe boundaries are and what they protect. And for me, boundaries are definitely uh, not just a way for you to teach people how to treat you and where you draw the line, but boundaries are a form of protection. And I think of them as they're a form of protecting four things. One, people. So, right, like you as yourself, as a person, also the people that you live with in your life, like your spouse and protecting that relationship and that marriage or what's going on with your children. Two, it's protecting protecting the privacy of that and the privacy of your relationships, privacy of your financial moves. You know, many of us grew up in households where you share everything from where you're going, when you're going and when you're going to do what and purchase what. So you're protecting the very privacy of your moves. Three, you're protecting your place. Now, especially as we walk into the holidays, many of us are thinking like, oh, I don't want to go over that house or I don't want them to come over, right? Because you have created such a peace throughout the year in your home that you kind of don't feel good about inviting, you know, these couple of people. But boundaries and saying no to them and saying yes to yourself is a form of protecting your place. And now the biggest thing that I really do believe that boundaries protect is your purpose, like your God-given purpose on what the world and God wants for you in this season of your life. And furthermore, and the more that you set boundaries, the more that you can protect the very purpose that is planned for you. This is so good, <laughs> so good, especially because I have found that our purpose sometimes is very scary mm-hmm. to like really step into and believe that you are meant for that because I also feel that your purpose should scare you, right? It should kind of bring that fear of like, wow, this is, this is me. I'm that big. I'm that amazing. And when you finally step into it, like you said, there's going to be people who are going to maybe question it or who think you're the same person you used to be. And setting those boundaries is really going to help you believe that this is this is meant for you. It's in your heart for a reason. Yeah. So let's get into that. What would you say would be our first one? Okay. Some of the tips that we can give you on protecting your purpose is one, I want you to, 
have a little bit more flexibility with your purpose, first of all. So plenty of times when we think about purpose, we think it's like one thing, one action to be one role. And what I have defined purpose over the years to be is a theme. So for example, my purpose is a theme and it's to guide. And so everything that I do and within my purpose, I feel like it's to guide. Yours can be to support or to love, whatever it is, it falls in line with that, right? And so I believe that my purpose is to deliver a God-given message that he has, and he's used me as his conduit to deliver that message to women and resurrecting them and getting their lives back from all of these roles and responsibilities. So that's one within your purpose. And how you protect that is understanding three things. One, you will receive unsolicited advice. And when you get that unsolicited advice, you have two options. You can either entertain it or exit. It is completely up to you, right? You can entertain it, not become offended, but become curious. Lean in, ask more questions, and then decide to exit. But you cannot continue to take that unsolicited advice as facts, right? If you don't want to. Because not everybody's going to understand your purpose and what you want. You see, the world and God has given you that vision. You have that feeling. You feel the butterflies in your stomach. You feel that drive. You want to build something magnificent. They don't. (laughs) They're just like in the audience, right? Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. I I don't (laughs) think I add anything. I think that was perfectly said and... I I will say this though. I think that was such a game changer. Mm. Realizing, okay, what people say about me, what people have to say about what I've created, especially when I would have an event or um, even recently for our first live event, there were comments about the space where I was having it. Is it really, you know, bringing the message that you want if you're having it at this luxury like elevated place Mm -hmm. but I think like you said we have the vision of where we want to take what we're working on Mm -hmm. and no one else knows that until they'll see it they see it come to life then they kind of took a step back and said wow this is amazing like you you know and that they finally see it and maybe sometimes they won't but I think when I realized that I didn't have to take what they said to heart, mm-hmm. I chose if it served me or not. It was mm-hmm. such a game changer. Such so, yeah. a game changer. Yes. And I have this episode on my podcast called Boundaries with My Husband. And a lot of it has to do with even when I was building my business and realizing that my husband played a role of a protector And every time I would share something with him about my business, I would see him as shooting down my idea. But in essence, he was just trying to protect me from getting hurt. And so I was like, okay, well, there are a couple of things I can't share with you because I have the vision. I know what I'm doing. Uh, And even if I fail, it is what it is. But like, you don't understand it or see it the way I do. So I started sharing things after the fact. And we laugh about it now. But even with people as close to you as your partner, Um, and even to your point about unsolicited advice, my second tip is you need to surrender your attachment to other people's validity. And by that, I mean that we all have parents, 
and we all may not have or grown up with them and we all have family members or we all have loved ones, right? And the people that we love, we know they love us. And throughout our relationship at some point, there is an attachment to their advice, an attachment to what they believe is good for us. And then that attachment turns into validation. Now, I'm not saying that these people are toxic. That's a whole different podcast. We're not saying any of that. What I am saying is that this person that loves you has somehow become your green light to move forward with whatever it is that you want to do within your purpose. And my second tip is to surrender the attachment that you have to this individual or this group of people that love you and their form of validation for you being able to move forward. Wow, so good. Another one that I feel changed the game for me. I want to share really quick um, one thing that I heard that really sat with me when it comes to validation. And it was no one is out there handing out validation cards of like, Sonia is a leader. Sonia is a podcast host. Sonia, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're waiting for someone. And I waited for so long for someone to tell me, you can be a coach. Mm. That so much so that I would not relate the word coach or coaching to any part of my business. Wow. Because I was waiting for someone to say, yes, you have enough knowledge. You've built wow. something, you know, for, for you to now coach others. And when I heard that, I, it took me to understand, like, I'm the one that is not validating myself to step into that. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. feel like that was a moment where everything kind of shifted for me. Mm-hmm. And I was able to step into the coaching. And once I did that, I was able to bring transformations for my community. I was wow. able to bring breakthroughs and the things that I've been wanting to do since I started Mujero Movement, but I wasn't allowing myself to step into it because we're searching for validation. Wow. Wow. That's I crazy. Share that. Yeah. Every, everybody has gone through that. You're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. You're not I, alone. Like this is such a good tip and topic to talk about because so often are we waiting for that validation? So that we go all in on what we want to do. Yeah. And that actually leads into my third tip, which is take accountability for your stagnation. Mm -hmm. And let me explain that. Now, because you've become attached to that form of validation that's coming from other people, and once you recognize it, my third tip is that it is so important to take accountability for the stagnation that you've created and figure out how you're going to move forward with your purpose. You see, it's so much easier to point the finger and say, well, I didn't do it because they didn't allow me to. And and I get all of that. But at some point, we have to take accountability for not moving forward, for not creating the movement, for not building the business, for not creating the impact, for not following our gut instinct. You see, our gut instinct is extremely smart and strong, sees the red flags, tells us the red flags, but then our brains decide whether or not we want to listen to them, right? And so it's also important when you're protecting your purpose to take accountability for the stagnation that was created as well as 
when we start to take accountability for things and things that we're building, it just feels good. You're honoring yourself. You're realizing, you're self-criticizing, self-analyzing. It's a good practice to do. Mm, That's so good. (laughs) That's so good. I feel like that just even bringing awareness, right, Mm -hmm. to where we could do better, what we can change, where are we not maybe going all in but at the same time even taking that rest that we need in order to start because sometimes we feel like we fall into this we always have to be posting for me at least so we have to be doing all this but also how do you take accountability for not showing up to take care of yourself yeah exactly because rest is required rest is required to get to the next stage you have to rest you not resting is not a sustainable, it's just not, (laughs) it's not sustainable for whatever it is that you're building. If we're talking about your business, it's not sustainable to continue going and burn out. You will burn out eventually, or you've reached a place where you're unhappy. So I wanted to kind of talk to you about this and it just came up. It it doesn't really have to do with what we're talking about, but (laughs) it's something that could potentially help a lot of the people that are listening to us. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about burnout and like identifying when we should take rest mm-hmm. and when we should also take action, mm-hmm. how would you say we could identify that where we also don't lose the momentum of all of the work that we've done? Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think I know a little bit of what maybe you'll tell us, but I kind of want to hear from you. Yeah. So the first thing I want you to think of if whatever it is that you're building is from what place are you building, right? If you are building with exhaustion, human beings are, and you're serving people, human beings are extremely inquisitive and people will know that something's up. And I'm not saying to rest because people will know. I'm saying that the exhaustion will expose itself in your business at some point, Okay. And you are a full grown adult and you know the difference between not doing something and pausing because you're tired and not doing something and pausing because you're scared. If you are scared, there is, there are multiple communities out there, especially Latinas and women of color. I'm telling you that you can DM you can join their group. There are multiple communities that can help you unpack that fear that you have that is stagnating you. But if in your body, you know that you are tired and that you need a break, take that break and honor yourself. And simply because you are your best advocate. Nobody will ever advocate for you the way that you can. You are your walking resume. You are your walking advocate. You are all of those things. Nobody can introduce me the way I introduce me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody can advocate for the things that I need because I'm thinking of them, nobody else. And so for me, when I think about women and the things that they're building, don't feel guilty for resting. Honor that and know that if you continue going from a place of burnout, you will produce from that place of burnout. And that's not healthy. 
I love that. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. I feel like that's something that also comes up a lot for me. So I wanted to hear your take on that. Like just going back to the gut feeling, right? You know when it's time and what you should do. And it's just using all these tools to really lay out to get your answer. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say about that is a lot of the times the reason why we don't stop or we feel guilty about stopping is because we tend to have amnesia of what we've already built. So Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Um, My inner child or my mind can say to me like, Gotti is time. Like we would like to take a break. (laughs) And I'll be like, now? And yes, we need to take a break now. And I was like, oh my God, like now, but I have this idea of of something else that I want to put out there. I have this blog post. I have this podcast. I have something that I want to do. And in that moment, I will feel guilty about taking the time off because I'll forget about what I've already built. You see, when we're talking particularly about social media, your page goes through a this is how I imagine it. I don't work for Instagram or Facebook or Meta, but like how I imagine it is that you, your posts continue circulating because of whatever you've put out there for people to find, right? So it doesn't mean that if you take a break from social media that nobody will find you and nobody know what you're doing. Like your store is still there. People can still look in and see and kind of like online shop. You know what I mean? Like even if you take a couple days off and recently I actually took a couple days off and I remember initially feeling guilt. And then when I came back on, I was reminded that everything continues to circulate. All of it continues to circulate. People still commented, people still liked, you still have a feed, right? And I think that this is even a deeper thing about social media. What ends up happening is that we become so accustomed to a group of people liking and sharing and being engaged with our content that we stop paying attention to them. And we strive and look for everybody else to like it and comment and share it. And that's a whole different podcast, but it's something that I've definitely seen and experienced. Mm -hmm. But I feel like what we're talking about today with boundaries will really help us even with that part of social media, because I think a lot of times you're right. We just are seeking even the validation part, right? If what we're putting out there, is it being accepted? Are people, you know, engaging the way we thought they were? So like, it's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) We should definitely come back and make, but this was so good. Karina, thank you so much for this and just talking to you. You bring like the sense of peace. (laughs) I really welcome that. Um, Any last maybe words of encouragement uh, for those that are going through setting those boundaries and maybe they're struggling a little bit. Yeah. Here's my piece of advice. Mujeres. Mujeres. I think of Evie Queen. Um, It will never feel 100% good in the beginning to put yourself first. And you're waiting, not just for validation, but you're waiting for it to feel good. And you're using the excuse that it has to feel good 100%. But how can something that it's outside of your comfort zone that you haven't done, rarely done, or never done feel super good the first time, right? And so I encourage you and I challenge you to put yourself first without the high expectation that it will feel good. And the reason for that is that 
most of us have a family. Most of us have friends. Most of us have a lot of relationships, right? Or really good, a small group of really good relationships. And plenty of times we struggle with putting ourselves first because we have to put all these other people first. And this is what I want to challenge you to think is that how are you technically putting those people first if they're getting the last of you? How about you do the opposite? You put yourself first so these people that you want to serve and continue being in fellowship with get the first and the best of you rather than the burnt out end part of you. You understand? Yes. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, guys, I hope this helped. Karina, how can we work with you? Where can we find more about you? Yeah, sure. So all of my handles are Karina F. Daves. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, where it gets a little spicy in the comments. And my personal website, KarinaFDaves.com. If you feel like you're at the point of your life where you've lost yourself in your responsibilities and your relationships, and you need a life coach to help you resurrect the side of you that got lost along all of that, then you can go to the link in my Instagram bio and figure out how we can work together in my private one-on-one program or exciting news. In April of 2023, I will be launching my first ever group life coaching program called This Is Church, where women will have the awesome opportunity to take their story of suffering to one of glory. And we're going to have a great time over the next three months. Awesome. That's so amazing. (laughs) And I'll make sure to link your social media in the show notes so people can check you out. Thank you again so much for being here. Thanks, Sonia. Ciao. Hey, guys. Muchísimas gracias for tuning in to another episode of the Mujerón Podcast. We will catch up next week.